gonna be so bad. This is gonna be so bad. This is gonna be so bad. This is gonna be so bad. Welcome to the Afterthoughts <laughs> podcast. Here we go. And speaking of Space Jam, I feel like <laughs> Bill Murray in Space Jam, an yes. ordinary man surrounded by talent. Wow. Yes. Today, I'm, I'm joined like by for you too. some very talented people. Today, we'll start with Ryan Weckenman, who is now an author. Wow. Thanks, guys. Let's Ryan, go, Ryan. Ryan. Thanks, guys. I wrote a book. This week is the release of the information That's right. of the book that is coming. That's Dude, right. Pre-orders. You writing a book? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan tell, tell us a little bit about your journey it's, now that you are authorizing. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. A lot of words being used here. I'm not sure if they're words. I, it's, this weekend was crazy. This week was crazy getting to talk about it. I've been writing this book for three years. It's called Single Today, and um, it's finally time to start talking about it. So it's available for pre-orders now wherever you get your books. Barnes & Noble, it's yes. on Target, yes. Amazon, all those spots. But I think that yep. uh, I am so proud of this book. It was, I was so nervous to tell the church about it. Yes. Jacob and I were recording a, just a 30 second like intro for Instagram, which we've done thousands of times. And I get halfway through and I just have to sit down. <laughs> and Jacob's like, are you okay? <laughs> and I just start having a, a panic attack. Hey man, it, you ever communicated before? <laughs> it feels so strange to actually tell people about it. Promo um, promoting yourself is not natural to you. No, no, Which no, is one no. of the reasons I like you. So wow. we will promote Single Today. <laughs> <laughs> This is the oh, only. Is. This is the only copy <laughs> out there right now. That's a beautiful version. book, man. This is an incredible moment for Doug, me to see. Yeah. Doug and I will promote <laughs> the cuss out of this book. Yeah, yeah, we will <laughs> for you. You don't Thank have to worry about promoting it at all, man. Single today, Deal. done. <laughs> Conquer yesterday's regrets, ditch tomorrow's worries, and thrive right where you are. Written by Ryan yeah, Weckerman. Yeah, man, there it Pre -order is. Pre-order your copy. Crazy that they went with the, the black and red behind can I, it. Can I hold the yeah. first copy? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Interesting choice. Hey, can, Kayla, could you get me a pen by chance? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to have Ryan sign it. Uh, wow. Sharpie, oh, even dude. better. Sign it right sign, on the cover, dude. Right. When you are I got single, the, I got the first copy. Here's how to move from being good to great as sign, a single you're person. you sign the cover? <laughs> yep. Okay. It's great. There it is. <laughs> Signed copy of Single <laughs> Today. So I'll just say this on behalf of myself. If you don't pre-order this book, or at least share on social media about it, then you are no friend of mine. <laughs> so help us get the word out about Let's Single Today it, on your social media. What's what's the preferred avenue for people? Pre-order. Yep. So pre-order. So ryanweckman.com slash single today is where all the pre-order links are. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where you pre-order it. And then to share the trailer, which we just put out. Today, it'll be yesterday by the time this episode is out. Um, I want to get that trailer out everywhere. Um, shout out to Jacob, by the way, for doing such a Good phenomenal job, job so with job, that Jake. trailer. Come on, man. So good. Um, and yeah, let's get the word out. And there is a whole bunch of content coming um, leading up to this book. Um, but I'm trying to practice what I preach in the book and be present today where I'm at. So we're just going to enjoy the announcement today. And it's, we'll get to everything else. Very exciting. This is Great. awesome, man. And what I think is so cool, I love hearing um, sermons about being single from preachers who are single. Yeah. You know, not that there's anything wrong with being a married preacher and yeah. preaching about being single. 
Yeah, um, totally. Totally. But, <laughs> 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 but I won't say anything. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like, but, hey, let me give you guys some advice, but I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you how to get where I'm at. Okay? <laughs> well, you should be happy where you are, but being I'm go home and hang out with my wife. Single yeah. really Enjoy your about, game night. really is about how you get from A to B where I'm, where <laughs> yeah. I'm at right now. But you <laughs> preach it from rather than from A to B, let's get yeah. you from A to B, which is content, yeah, contentment right. where you're at. Yeah. You're probably yeah. the most content oh, person that I've ever met. And not just single person I've ever met, wow. but the most content person, and on top of that, to be a pastor who's been single for 10 years, single your entire life other than like two months. Oh yeah, that's there in was, the book. There was two months where you were <laughs> really. you know, dating somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, we don't need air quotes there. <laughs> Two months where you were dating somebody, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, <laughs> single. And so there's so much authority, I feel like, yeah. for you to write this book. Mm -hmm. And the words weigh a lot more when you read them for that reason. Wow. And mm -hmm. so um, you are a voice to a, a generation of people who are thirsty for this exact book right here. Mm -hmm. So, wow. yep. yeah, man. Wow. Thank you for saying that. So once home. again. Pre-order your copy of Single Today. Do Can't it. guarantee it'll be signed by Ryan, but at some point, maybe we'll have a special giveaway. Okay. Yeah. We Ever, can make that happen. As I said earlier, I feel like Bill Murray in Space Jam, surrounded by talented people, not yes. just Ryan. You've probably all been wondering, who is this? Here's the voice. Yes. Wait a second. Hello. Our, our friend Lindsay is here. Let's go, Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay is single. Yep. And mature. Which is something, <laughs> Thank that, you. something yes. that I don't think I ever was <laughs> at the same time. Hard you, to find. That, that is it's great self-awareness. Hard to find those yeah. two things. You are right when you say at the that. Same time. Yeah, but yeah. Lindsay is that. And so she's going to talk relationships with us today. Yeah. Tell us Thanks a little bit about yourself. Give us a bio, oh my gosh, Lindsay. Yeah. You're, where so, you're from. What are you into? Totally. Um, yeah. Um, well, obviously, the most important thing is that I'm single. That's all you really need to know about me. Yes, is, we will label you, know, you with that label, identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Label, Good. That is your identity. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. Um, but actually, beyond that, I'm um, from Denver, born and raised native Coloradan, which is nice. fun. Um, Same. And, right? I know. Mm -hmm. There's a few of us. A few, few of us out there. Um, I'm a super nerd, so love Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry mm. Potter, okay. just all of that. Good. Love, Come on. Yeah. love jigsaw puzzles. Oh, yeah. I know. So I'm like... Hey, just, we once did a jigsaw puzzle we did. together. I was, I was in twenty seventeen or oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah we oh, had yeah. an idea for a, a movie documentary that we were putting together yeah. about the church, and the whole metaphor was a puzzle, and every everybody is a yeah. piece of that puzzle. What we didn't think about yeah. is that the puzzle would come not made, mm -hmm. and we had twenty four hours to complete a very difficult it was, puzzle. It was tough. <laughs> I'm like a jigsaw expert, I yeah. want to say, okay. and it was so hard because it was just like gray with clouds and hardly yeah. any color. Not a lot of color on there. <laughs> no. Like we had yeah, to cheat. Tough. Every piece looked exactly the same. Literally, we were cheating. Yeah, but we recruited Lindsay, the pro, and Lindsay came to our office. The puzzle. Yeah. yeah. We did. We it was, made it. We did it. We made it, guys. So you've done a puzzle. <laughs> yep. You're from Colorado. Yep. You like Lord of the Rings, Star yep. Wars. Yep. What do you think about Harry the Potter? Force? The Force? Ooh. I think there's some good <laughs> metaphors there, What is too. the Venn diagram of the Holy Spirit and the Force? And the where force. is overlap where is and where are they different? Yeah. Ooh. Man, I could get deep into that. But, I mean, the Force, it really thinks that, you know, every it's in everything, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, the Holy Spirit is. But it's mm -hmm. like, I think the Force can get so much into, like, nature and all of that stuff so it's like yeah. it's a little yeah. more careful of like sometimes it's hard overlaps. to miss the force for the trees totally <laughs> yeah I, uh, for, 
That's a good one. So it's good. <laughs> I dedicate For, that to Ryan. I know. Good word. That was really good. Uh, yeah, put great. it in the book. Not, not everything you see in a documentary is something you should take as truth. And the Star right. Wars documentaries are powerful. <laughs> very. Yeah, very dude. powerful. And it was a huge budget to travel to Crazy. all those places to tell yeah. that story. Just follow documentary life for, for all those decades. Yeah. Yeah. Truly man. incredible. Yeah. Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Um, Anakin. Anakin Skywalker. Really? Darth wow. Vader. Darth Vader. Okay. Love his art. Love his art. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, have you seen all of them? <laughs> or just the first three? Yeah. Um, guys, I, I'm such a nerd. So my father like watched uh, Star Wars with me when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so once I finally knew that like the bad guy was a good guy, Dark Darth Vader, I would imagine him in dark rooms being like, because I was a little scared of the dark. Uh -huh. like, it's okay. Darth Vader's in there. He's going to protect me. It's <laughs> wow. like, I just, I think I realized of like forgiveness and redemption. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you are, you're totally good. You're yeah. totally good, man. And so I'm like. You and Luke. Yeah. Two peas in a pod. Yes. You've always same. seen something that's right. Darth Vader. Right. Even though yeah. he killed a ton of kids, you know, all the young, <laughs> all the young ones. And he did some and terrible things. He really did. Yeah. Probably really Baby Yoda. Things. Right, yeah. it's oh, likely no. that we, he. We now know Baby Yoda oh. escaped. So. Oh, he did. I didn't. Did. I haven't I seen Mandalorian. I go deep. Season. I like. I, I watched seen the newest, all the Clone I just Wars. Saw the first season. I, what do you yeah. think about yeah. Ray? Ray, uh, I think that she gets a lot of flack. Like this, yeah. the pre mm. or the sequel series just gets so much bad, bad, bad press. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like it's cool because it's good. like I like it. I like it. And I like you're Ray. Still, like, you're still yes. in Star Wars. Incredible documentary. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people think she doesn't have a lot of growth. Like she can just like wield a lightsaber as soon as she learns that she has a force. Uh, okay. So, I think uh, what's cool yeah. about Ahsoka, which is like another female mm. character, is that Dave Filoni intentionally wrote her with character flaws at the beginning mm -hmm. of the Clone Wars series yeah. so that he could fix them in an intentional mm -hmm. way and control the narrative. And I don't know if they did that with Rey. It was kind of, Just it was like she was... The character studying. development for all three of those movies, mm -hmm. I feel, was lacking yep. across the board. I agree. Um, that's my biggest... But it's a documentary. You know, they have to be yeah. true to the story. Just tell the story. Except for Rose. That we're, character we're, we're making this incredible. Joke. <laughs> we're making this joke because we, won, we once told some people that Home Alone was a documentary and this one person believed it. Oh. Probably still does. So it became a running joke does. to just call things documentaries. But if you think about Ray, she's navigating, saving everything, mm -hmm. finding out that her grandfather... Yeah. Is the worst what guy of the whole thing. Yes. And she's single, so she's navigating the single wow. life. Obviously. As well as a yeah. hero. I should send her the book. So, she should. So, you should. You should. There's a In lot a little love triangle with Finn and Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like it was more kind of a. Kind of feel like Ray, it's an easy you know? choice there. Yeah. One yeah. of these like, guys is just noble and cool. One of these guys is super weird. Yeah. yeah. And has so kind of weird. a creepy voice with sometimes. a lot of daddy issues. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kylo and, Ren. Oh, yeah. Too obsessed with his grandpa. Nothing but daddy issues. Yeah. A lot of that. <laughs> Easy so I choice. Just go with the normal guy who's cool. That's but right. Yeah. As we learned in the Hunger Games, there's always that draw to the guy that nobody likes somehow. Yeah. So hey, is that connection? This is episode 25. This is the quarter quell. <gasps> oh wow! And Lindsay's joining us oh for the gosh. quarter quell. And all makes Come on. I'm honored. We hear you, Lord. Yeah, no. that's incredible. <laughs> um, well, before we talk about. <laughs> supposed to say another after it. That's right. So, yeah. Yes. Before we talk about my horse? singleness, <laughs> dating, or singleism, as it's been termed, oh, this is funny. So our building that our church is in is owned, we have a landlord that owns the building, and their facilities director is this great guy, Brower. He's the best. We have invited Brower to come to church, and he has come a few times, but the two times, two times I think he's come. Two times in like four years. In four years. The two times the guy showed up, 
Both times Ryan was preaching on singleness. Yeah. So we have to. We he, try says, to just, he calls it singleism. <laughs> we ha- we have to like try to explain to him like we don't talk this about this. We, we, like, talk, this we talked about this twice in four, in four years. years. It's just happened. And he's like, to be the time you've come. But in relation to him, he doesn't so believe us. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, so he hasn't come back. About yeah. All sorts of really yeah. good things. But, mm-hmm. here. but he is great. So we love That's him. great. And he says, I guess I'll come back and hear Ryan talk about singleism. Yeah, singleism. I got to get him a book. We'll get him a book too. Right. Send explain one, explain one the, the idea of the cover, man. Mm-hmm. Man. Well, um, so went through lots of different cover uh, choices. Kind of covered all your bases. Yeah, we try to cover cover lots of different ideas. Here's the here's the thing. Um, I just love the beach, mm. and so I, when I see it, I see the sand and the water. So much of this book was written while I was surfing, in my own in my own head, and so I. I see was going like to say the, you brought your laptop <laughs> out while you were surfing. It's yeah, not not ten, just in my just in my head. So then I see the where the waves are, and then past the break and the deep waters. Mm-hmm. It's really an invitation into the deeper waters of your soul. And clear skies. Wow. That's and good. so, you yeah, know, what those new what um, Apple, yeah. what's it called? VR? Vision? Thing? Vision, yeah. <clears throat> you could probably be surfing wearing those, which would be hard surfing, but you could just type in the air. <laughs> Singleism. Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. I already got the first word singleism. One down. It's there a perfect time Great. for questions with Kayla. That's questions with it? Kayla. Yep. Yes, We've reached that point. Guys. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for coming back. Good to have you back. I'm so glad to be back, guys. <laughs> Um, so my first question, in honor of Mr. Toby Keith, R.A.P., uh, what is y'all's favorite Toby song? Toby Keith, mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently? What? Today. Oh, just happened? Yeah. Just found out. No way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're just breaking, oh. we're breaking news right now. <laughs> no way. I did not yeah. know that. That's oh, really, really sad. I know. Thanks, Kayla. What happened? So, sucks. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Do we know what happened? Uh, he had stomach cancer. Oh, he did? Oh, jeez. I know. All right. Well, in honor of Toby, R.I.P. Yes. Toby. We'll sing, I love this bar. I'll sing an acapella mm-hmm. from start mm-hmm. to finish right now. Okay. Mm. I'm kidding. Okay. Turn the but I do turn the chipmunk song. voice mm-hmm. on if he's going to do that. Toby Keith. <laughs> That's great. R.I.P. What a legend. Our prayers to his know, friends and family. Yes. 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 Great yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in honor of Toby Keith. Let's. Yeah. Question. Let's yeah. hear the question. Uh, I was. Do you what? guys have a favorite song? Oh. <laughs> I love this bar. Favorite Toby song. I love this bar yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. My dad is sir. Is it also yeah. the only Toby Keith yeah. fun I know? Maybe. Maybe. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very good. Karaoke with Kayla. Oh, yeah. Um, Kayla right, karaoke. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Any um, other horrible news? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That so really took the window out of our sails. I had to add in this. There's the a meteor heading to Earth. <laughs> 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 Call Bruce Willis. Oh. <clears throat> also sick. Gosh oh, dang it. Just a downhill spiral. Okay. No more spiraling. Walk. Just walk. <laughs> okay. Today. That's good. Which would you rather watch? <laughs> Mainly this is for you, Lindsay, for the rest of your life. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, or I added Star Wars because I didn't Ooh. know you were You can only Star watch Wars. one. That's actually like, one. Such one documentary an easy series. Yeah. It is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> really? Lord no of the Rings. Look how happy Jacob 100%. is. 100%. Yeah. Wow. I love the confidence. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like if I'm asked Harry Potter books, Okay, let's Lord do that. Movies. You can you can read one and you can watch one. Yeah. Star Wars video games. Ooh, <laughs> and I'm you can play a video game. Yeah. I played Lego Star Wars twelve years ago. So yeah. I love. That. I think I agree with that. Read Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, it's settled. Well, oh, I, I choose Harry Potter. Yeah. 
for both? To answer your original question without tweaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's kind of a Doug's stickler. Doug's a by-the-books guy. Yes. When it comes to questions with Kayla, <laughs> Doug's true. very legalistic. Well, he's, he's by the book, so he's yeah. like ah, going yes. by the books today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can, you can buy the book. <laughs> we hope you do. And then, okay, now we're going to do Chris's little game that he does sometimes with our volunteers. It's where you have to like come up with different names for wow. the same for the same name. So we're each gonna we're gonna basically you guys you, you each got come it. up with you know what she's saying. Yeah, yeah for sure. Go. For sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, let's so, just start. So you just come up with the name for the same but name. It's, same but it's all track, cool. you guys all have to come up with five different names for Red Rocks. And you can't repeat. Five different so names for Red Rocks. Five, 10, 15, 20 different names for Red Rocks. And we're just going to keep let's, going around. Let's go around. Yeah. I can say anything. There's no yeah. wrong answers There's except no wrong. maybe to Doug, but yeah. don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Different names for Red Rocks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll start. We'll go. Okay. okay. Yeah. Great. Which but way? You, you got to do the, we'll uh, go counterclockwise. Uh, You're going to deal to the right. Have it more crowded. One. Red Rocks Church. <laughs> she said you... Just anything other than that. That is literally the one thing you can't say. <laughs> this is the one thing we must not yeah. say. Okay. Let's start again. Yeah. Have a more crowd. One. Greenstone. Two. <laughs> Funhouse. Three. Uh, singleism, according to some. Four. Uh, blue Rocks. Five. <laughs> um, Jesus. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Six. six. Are we at six? Yeah, we're at six. Uh, from the mountains to the sea. Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, red Rock. Ooh. Nailed it. Whoa. Lots of people mess up a with their emails. There's a place called Red Rock, Texas, oh. and that gets yeah. 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 round rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, Many my. Rocks. Uh, world Changers. Nine. Mm. Uh, planet Shakers. Ten. That's actually, was it different? There is a different church. Okay, Round Rock. Ten. <laughs> That's a city. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, get everybody. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Pathfinder. Twelve. Welcome to the party. Thirteen. Mm, Constitution. Fourteen. <laughs> Scott's Tots. Scott Brugman, found at the church. Oh, oh, love you, Scott. That's that's good. So that was good. So Nailed good. it. Yeah, no, it was great. <laughs> um, not grow welcome party. Sixteen. Nice. That's good. Good, good callback. Uh, disciple makers. Yes. Seventeen. <laughs> Single today. Eighteen. <laughs> Pre-ordered on Amazon. Nineteen. And by Ryan Wetman. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> Guys. That game is so hard. Yeah, it's yeah, really it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easier it's with great. a group yes. when you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Best yeah. ever, Eric Robinson, name for football, run the green. So <laughs> good. It was really a good one. That's good. Yes. Anything else, Kayla? Um, I have a more serious one. We want to go that route. Well, <laughs> it's a little early to be getting into actual <laughs> content, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so, how do you know that you're called to be single? Or that you're just mm. in a season of singles. Wow. Mm. Whoa. It's a great question. No so idea. Like yeah, I, I feel like it's a lot easier. <laughs> I washed my hands with this question. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of, you all sat back. You're yeah. like, We're and just let you, you yeah. take it. You take um, it. You've got 35 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my dissertation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a lot easier than people think because I yeah. think if you're struggling with it, it's like probably not for you. Like, because I have like wanted to be married my entire life. Like Mm -hmm. I was in preschool and was like, you know, thinking about wedding and marriage and all of the things. So like, it's just been a dream of mine for forever. And so, and like God has not removed that desire either. And so I think you just kind of know, it's like kind of your hardwiring. Um, so I think if you are struggling with it, it's probably, probably not for you. That's so good. 
So good. I say absolutely to that. And then um, to, to add to it, I would say, um, but if today you find yourself being single, then you are called to be single today. Mm. So you're not called to be to be single forever. Oh, that's good. Do you guys see what I did there? Mm. Um, now I, right? Yeah, because here's the thing. Maybe here's not single tomorrow, but <laughs> single today. That's right. Um, and, and because that's so good. many of my meetings with single people uh, end up heading down the direction of, of starting to panic, starting to worry, starting to, to wonder, and I go, hey, let's just simplify all of this. Take a deep breath. And, and like Lindsay said so well, if you have that deep desire for marriage, then we're praying for that for you. And we, we can't wait for that for you. We're believing that for you. We want to help you get to that point. And also right here, right now, you have a calling to see singleness as the gift that it is just for today. Right. Um, and so that's where I, I think all the 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 magic happens when you're when you're single you, you start to learn how to live this surrendered life where you can be searching and surrendered mm -hmm. at the same time great answers yes mm -hmm. yeah agreed yeah very good <laughs> so if you're wanting to be married there's nothing wrong with wanting to be married oh. it's a good thing god gave you that it's first and it page probably of the Bible. means you don't have i love how you said in your message yeah a gift of singleness means this feels like a gift yeah. A lot of us are like, God, I'd like to return the gift. Yeah. Do you have the receipt? <laughs> that means you probably don't have no. the gift of mm -hmm. singleness. You're just in a season of singleness. Yeah. But singleness yeah. is a gift today. Mm -hmm. Correct. Which, yeah. yeah, which is the, an important distinction because you're not telling people you need to just be happy being single no matter what and not oh. want to get married. The, the Apostle Paul kind of says that. He's like, <laughs> well, I mean, if you got to yeah. get married, I don't, but you should because you can't handle it, but I yeah. can. If you're weaker than yeah. me and you need to... <laughs> But it's he fine, also, but like, fine. for one of the only times in Scripture goes, in, in that chapter, goes off to like, hey, so I'm just giving you, like, my personal thoughts. Yeah, I'm thoughts speaking from my own. Here. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's really important um, that, that people hear us say that, like, from the first page of the Bible, God goes, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. Creates Eve and says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one. Like, marriage is God's idea. Yeah. Marriage is a beautiful thing that, that we love to push people towards. Um, I just feel this really unique calling to help people on the way right. mm -hmm. to, to that moment, right. um, to, to step in and, and offer some comfort yes. as they're on their way to marriage. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, this isn't like a, some like call to, 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 to forego marriage. I want to, <laughs> I actually believe people are going to be get married because of this book. Because uh, the point is you get healthy right. yeah. as a single person. So you can walk into marriage right. healthy. That's mm -hmm. right. Right. That's what um, we're trying to do. So this is great because we can talk about singleness dating. Yeah. Doug and I, because of the advancement of technology are dinosaurs in the dating world, because we both, we got married in the same summer and that was right when dating apps were first mm -hmm. just becoming a thing. Yeah. So we never, Ten years we were ago never in summer. that world. Ten years ago, wow. man. And yeah. you guys are living in a whole different, a whole different yeah. ballgame. And it's great to get a female perspective. Yes, yes, yes. Perspective, Thank you for being here. And like I said, mature perspective, which is great. Yeah. I did not have that. I like always needed to have a relationship in my life from the age of 10. Yeah. It was always like just this at the forefront of my mind, which led to a lot of unhealthiness. Mm -hmm. And maybe finally reached the point of, okay, I need to just be okay mm -hmm. alone first for a year of my life. And that's after that I met my wife and was ready for that. It's not a formula for anybody like that. Mm -hmm. But I think most people don't ever have like a healthy portion of that, of their life where they're alone and they're healthy and they 
kind of get grounded in themselves and their identity to then walk healthy into a relationship. It's yeah. just relationship to relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. So in the time that you've been single, yeah. what have you seen God do in your life, yeah. working mm-hmm. on you and preparing you for a relationship to keep, like how do you keep yourself open to it Yeah, and not completely close off, but at the same time be content to be single today? Yeah, absolutely. That's It's hard to yeah walk in it in the, in the desire and to try not to control it too much and just say, mm. I'm going to be really open-handed about this. Um, and so I've been single pretty much my whole life. I think similar, there was like a three month period where I was dating someone and that was about it, you know, otherwise it's been like a couple dates here and there, but really like no like steady relationships or anything. So I've had to like walk in the, the singleness and just kind of been forced upon to be, um, I say forced upon, I probably could have been in a relationship, but Mm -hmm. I chose that I didn't want to be in a relationship that didn't wasn't what I was looking for. You know, I'd rather not settle. Um, I've just seen so many marriages where it's, it's like you settle and that Mm. you're alone in marriage. Mm -hmm. And that's always been one of my biggest fears. And it's something that Sean actually said, um, uh, like early on in the golden days, I think at heritage where he did a message on, you know, dating. And he said, I'd rather be single and alone than married and alone. Oh yeah. And so Mm. I I think that's, yeah, the biggest thing is, Mm. um, just finding, yeah, contentment in Jesus. And so I feel, um, even though I, I, I say I was like forced into like not dating anyone, but cause I was like, no one likes me, which, yeah. you know, is not, not always true. It's sometimes you, you don't like the people who like you and that's why you're single. Sure. Um, and so I think that God has just pursued me so much through this. Cause if I would have been you know, married by 25, like I thought I would be, you know, if, if I'm not married by 25, oh my gosh, I'm going to be ancient and everything. So I think that, yeah, he's just really pursued me. And I, I'm like, thank God I am not, I wasn't married b- back then mm. because wow. I didn't really know who I was. I think I would have merged with just whoever I was with. Mm. And so I found my own identity of who I am and like doing it on purpose now, instead of just going the way of whoever I'm with. Um, and yeah, I feel like now I can run with someone, not towards someone. Cause we'll be just like running toward God together. Whoa. That's good. Say more about that. <laughs> run with someone, not yeah. towards someone. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, in my early days, it was always like fixing on a person and not mm-hmm. having that fixation beyond Jesus. Yeah. And so some good advice, um, cause there's also a lot of bad advice and a lot of one liners that I <laughs> want to punch people in the throat for. Oh. Uh, but give us, give us a yeah, couple. I actually want to hear a couple of those. Okay. Yeah. Some bad um, advice. Make sure I don't one say that's, <laughs> one that's tough. And I've had to challenge my family on this is, uh, you have to put yourself out there. Because, mm. you know, it's challenging because I think part of me is I, I'm like, I'm not someone who's just hiding, doing jigsaw puzzles. I mean, I am, but I'm also <laughs> just out <laughs> and about, um, you know, I'm, I'm living life. I'm like in my career. I'm yeah. I do like sports leads. I, you know, do I go out and do community things. is a big part of your life. Exactly. Yes. yes. Community mm-hmm. is a huge part. So I'm not just hiding, you know, under a rock. And I think right. it's it's hard because um, I, I talked to my sister and she's like, you got to just put yourself out there. I was like, Brittany, you met your husband in high school. Yeah. You know, like, well, what do you think when dumb. she says that? Yeah. What is, what does that mean? That's different than what you're doing. Totally. Right and now. it's, it's like, you got to try harder. You have okay. to like, you have to mm-hmm. like flirt more. You have to, you know, and mm-hmm. to me that just feels inauthentic. Yeah. Of being the person who's, you know, just, yeah. Cause honestly, what does that mean? Put yourself out there. Yeah. And I've tried, you know, dating apps and I mm-hmm. feel like to me that is, putting yourself out there, but sure. it's also just 
you know, being open to it and being healthy and like healed to be able to, I don't know, just live your most authentic life as you're, you know, just going down the road and like pursuing what God has for you and not just, um, like focusing so much on the trying aspect. It's Mm -hmm. like, I think you should just try and live your life of what God is calling you to. And then, you know, every now and then just look over and see who's running by you right. yeah. or like running mm-hmm. next to you. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we're, we're, you know, it's the cliche of like the equally yoked, right? Where yeah, it's like for we sure. Could, we could pull together mm-hmm. at the same. And I, I really want to partner. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions of like what a marriage or like a relationship is. I think it's, it's a partnership Absolutely. and like growing together, building together, nice. sharing life together and not like mm. uh, a fix for everything. You know, marriage, you're yeah. still going to have the same problems you have in singleness and marriage just magnified. Yep. Marriage is a magnifier. That is correct. Come on. That's so it's well so, said. It's, it sounds like your posture is living open, but not desperate. Yes. Who yeah. do you think is more panicked when it comes to singleness? The person who's single or the family and friends mm. around the single person. Because I talk to some single people and I'm like, I think you'd be fine if it wasn't for all these people chirping oh, at you all the time. That, I mean, yeah, it's such a big part of it. And and uh, and I've learned to, to love it and I've learned how to navigate those conversations mm-hmm. in a way that actually leads to, to life-giving like conversations mm-hmm. and not just shutting down, which was used to be my, my MO. You guys have experienced that you know, for, with me of mm-hmm. just getting angry or getting mad or, or whatever. Um, it takes a little bit of work to get to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like now when I go hang out with mom and dad, for example, like the three of us have amazing conversations mm-hmm. about this because we've worked through mm-hmm. like, like some of these things and, and they were the first people to read the book. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which is, is really cool. Like when you break through some of those barriers with, with friends and family, uh, it actually opens up the floodgates for great combos. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get there. My it experience is. has been it's been hard to get there. Have you experienced Same. that? Yeah, I've I've had to first learn how I feel about it myself and why I feel so hurt by comments, and mm. then realize okay, I'm I'm feeling hurt by this now. I can have a discussion of how how it hurts me and like open them up and or like open up the conversation really to say invite them into hey, this is a really tender vulnerable spot for me mm-hmm. and you know by y- you guys ca- sometimes giving me advice and you know just trying to fix it it makes me feel like inadequate or mm-hmm. or like it's my fault that I'm single and mm-hmm. that I'm just not doing enough or like haven't like made it um yeah. and so I think it's a really cool opportunity when you learn that about yourself of why you feel the way you are and like why you're shutting down why mm-hmm. you're feeling this and then opening or like inviting them into it of like yeah. hey this is painful for me. Can mm. you sit with me in the pain? And mm-hmm. instead of fixing wow. it, um, cause your family loves you and your friends, for sure. love you. they just, they, they think you're incredible and want you to find your person. Um, if yeah. that's something you want. Yeah. And so for them, they just want to fix it. And my mom mm. is like that. She's like, I just want you to find mm-hmm. your person. And so it's now an opportunity of saying, Hey, will you just sit with me? Will you just say, Hey, that really sucks. And I'm so mm. sorry that you feel mm. alone. Yeah. Um, and now I don't, I don't feel as alone cause they just sit with me in it and, um, yeah. can just love and support me. And would you say yeah. that's less of a tender, vulnerable, painful spot mm. than, than it used to be yes. now? Okay. I think so. Mm. And yeah, because I've, I think when you let people know you're in pain, they are a lot more graceful and mm-hmm. they're a lot more tender right. mm-hmm. and they'll walk more gently Ooh. with you. 
And so you don't feel as alone because I also feel like I don't have to defend myself of why I'm single anymore. Mm -hmm. I can just say, yeah, it sucks that I'm single. I don't know why, but I believe that I've been walking in Uh what God has called me to and like, will you walk with me in it? Mm. I I love how you said that. The importance of verbalizing it. Mm -hmm. Like they can't read your mind. Yeah. So you saying like, yeah, I know I don't, this is a pain point for me. And then the vulnerability mm-hmm. to let them into that place. Yeah. That historically mm-hmm. is something that I've been bad at. I'm, I'm more of somebody who like shuts down and tries mm-hmm. to put up a, a hard shell, like a fortress. And so, so much of my journey has been learning to go, okay, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to let down the guard. We're going to let people, yeah. people into those places, family, friends, um, community. That's been mm-hmm. super good for me. I've realized, I just I just believe this singleness presents such an opportunity for spiritual formation. Absolutely. Um, it is a space, I just believe there's an extra special anointing on single people um, that the mm. presence of God will meet with you um, in a very special way. Um, it's available for, for every human being, but it's, it's a, a special grace for single people to, like you said, learn who God is, mm-hmm. learn who you are and, and grow from there. Mm-hmm. And so that was really, really well said. Yeah. And sometimes it sounds like the people in your life almost make it feel like, like they want to fix it. Mm-hmm. I think on the optimistic side of that, it's because they maybe have a great marriage and they want that for you. On the more realistic side, I think a lot of people are so codependent that mm-hmm. they can't actually believe that someone could be content wow. just yeah. by themselves because yeah. they've never been. Right. And mm-hmm. I've seen so many people do that to Ryan where they're like, you can't possibly just go mm-hmm. home and it's you and mm-hmm. you're fine. Can't and compute I'm, it. And they like, you know, to, I'm like, I don't pity Ryan. They're like, Ryan's doing great. Ryan's mm-hmm. content. Yeah. Ryan's fine. I'm not worried about him because yeah. he's found contentment mm-hmm. w- yeah. by himself, which yeah. almost nobody has. Right. And so that's, a, I think, a projection mm-hmm. people put on totally. a single person. Like, you have to be miserable. You must hate your life because yeah. I could never survive without right. another person. You're like, I'm actually doing great. Yeah. I'm like, thriving I'm actually, in my life. I'm doing yeah. great. Let yeah. me ask about dating yeah. apps. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They're, oh, man. Foreign dating territory apps. for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say the majority of weddings I officiate, people met on Hinge. Yes. Mm. That seems to be the yep, been on that one. more serious app I, where people are looking for more of a relationship yeah, than a hookup. Yeah, and I would say like <clears throat> just most people are on it. And, you know, it's like it opens up your pool if like mm-hmm. more people are using it. Mm. Here's my question about dating apps. Does it make it feel like you can never rest because there's always an option you could be missing? Mm. Yes. Yes. I feel... You, I think you have to do a lot of work internally for dating apps to be like a healthy thing. And I haven't always been in a healthy spot because hmm. it can feel like you're doing more. And for me, that was like the, I now am doing something to like combat my singleness. I'm, you know, putting myself putting out, there, out there. Yeah. Right. And so I think what's hard about that is. I was just like constantly on it of like, well, what if I like miss my person and, you know, have to, Mm -hmm. it just felt like the only Mm. route. And so I think you get so tunnel visioned when you're on, or like you can get so tunnel visioned when you're on dating apps because it's like, well, if it doesn't work here, then it won't, like I won't find someone elsewhere. And it it can just be really hard. And I think it's also the kind of menu, (laughs) like, fatigue decision fatigue where yeah, it's, it's like cheesecake factory yeah, why do you guys have so many different options? and then mm-hmm. you like find what like find a, a totally. menu item mm. you like and you're like i'm gonna get the the chicken parm but mm. then you're like oh but this pizza oh, though what if like I, yeah and then so you're really yeah. never satisfied with your mm. choice and i think there are a lot of people yeah, so that you know um 
like go on a ton of dates. I, I think it's easier to be like, okay, I'm going to go on this date and then just see where that goes because I don't want to, you know, kind of d- get distracted. Yeah, I'm going to focus here yeah. and give this my attention. Exactly. And yeah, I think there is that pressure on people where I talk to some people, they're like, yeah, I went on five different dates this week. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, cool that you're willing to go out on dates, yeah. but also that has to be so overwhelming. Yeah. And can you give any of them a fair shot? Right. Because the whole time you're on that date, you're like, but what if tomorrow that person is yeah. better? Yeah. And I wonder also if people are carrying that into their marriages yeah. more and more now, wow. totally. where they get married and they were used to a life where there was a Rolodex constantly. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, this person has flaws. Yeah. Exactly. I probably picked wrong because there was a million other options. Yeah. And I, I think too, it just it makes you feel so shallow <laughs> too, where it's like, mm-hmm. but you, you're just like swiping left and right, judging people. And you're, you're so much harsher on people when it's like they put their whole, their whole person, you know, like their mm-hmm. whole self mm-hmm. on just like one page. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well they said this, like, I don't like that. And I'm, I'm like, if I met them in person, you would learn about them over coffee and just like their personality and mm. everything. But for this, it's like one thing you don't like about them and, and it's like on to the next. So mm. it's that's interesting. It's hard. How many people pre apps would have talked themselves out of their spouse yeah. because wow. of one thing they Absolutely. would have read and been like, Oh, I could never. Wow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. Dang. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting yeah. about the paradox of choice now. Uh-huh. You know, it's mm-hmm. interesting. The majority of conversations I have pastorally with couples who have mm-hmm. gotten married in the last four years mm-hmm. is if I'm one-on-one with somebody mm-hmm. who's being completely honest about eight months into marriage and they're panicking because it's now really hard yeah. and they see the flaws of the spouse they chose. And so mm-hmm. they wonder yeah. a lot more if they chose wrong and an easier option is out there because totally. they're now aware of mm-hmm. the thousands of options that yeah. are out there. And that's why I think there's even, that's one of the causes for the rise of divorce mm-hmm. rates mm-hmm. in our world where there's so many options yeah. because you can't be single-minded and confident in what you chose totally. because you know there's probably something that could be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. When if you f- if you rewind to ancient communities, it was like it's him or him. Right. Pick. Yeah. And yeah. If you you don't have the paradox of choice. You like so you choose funny. one, yeah. and yeah. then you're just all in for that person, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you work through the difficulties that are inevitable. Totally. So I, I tell people all the time, I'm like I'm like marriage is is challenging by design. Yeah. It's a beautiful part of it. Mm-hmm. It's already hard because it's marriage. Yeah. It's a hundred times harder for you because you're torturing yourself with this double-mindedness mm-hmm. and this haunting, nagging at you every day mm-hmm. of, there was a better person out there for you. Yeah. And you even have a few ideas maybe of who that person is. That is torture. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it keeps you from being married today. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of single today, yeah. once you're married, like, can yeah. you be married Dude, today totally. to the person that you- Oh, you should you, write it, Doug. I should. Yeah. Married today and forever. <laughs> married today and forever, yeah. Because I'm, I'm definitely, um, I think somewhere in between you and you when it comes to my story and personality types when it, you know, for dating um, was never really something that I was, oh man, I got to put myself out there today and find mm-hmm. it. I'm so similar to you in the sense where I, I would always be dating, I'd be in a fling and I'm like, man, this sure is expensive. <laughs> and this sure is a lot of talking on the phone at night and I'm actually really content just like yeah, hanging yeah, yeah. and not having to talk on the phone all the time like, this is a lot of work I, it, it, yeah. it, it, for real that was a reason that was a reason I was like a fling guy and yeah. I'd get like four or six weeks in then I'm like oh I'd rather just go That's like true. hang like with Ryan job. You know what I mean yeah, and, yeah. and I just was like never and then all of a sudden it's interesting you say because I it was on a mission trip that I met Sam. Yeah. Mm. And it's just funny because it's like the ultimate setting where I'm 
you know, running after a mission mm-hmm. and she's running after yeah. a mission. And then you're like, oh, hey, let's run together. Yeah. You know, I heard a pastor in a podcast recently make the point about that word like submit. Mm-hmm. That is such like a trigger word and a cuss word in our day and age, yeah. you know, like wives submit to your husbands. And regardless of what you Ooh. think about that, that's to be unpacked for another time. But he made the point. He said, men, husbands, if you're looking for a wife to like submit to you, that gets so... Yeah. Um, taken out of context right. and so Absolutely. abused. Right, right. But like that, that's not um, submit to where I'm choosing we're gonna go to eat tonight. Right. He's like that, the word submit literally means submission beneath your mission. Mm. If you want a wife to come beneath your mission, yeah. you have to have one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so true. You have to have a mission in your life and like a, a direction yeah. you're heading yeah. to invite somebody else in that Absolutely. with right. you. Yeah. Right. You know, and if you make the mission just the, the, the dating. Yeah. Because yeah. so many, Absolutely. I see that so many times where young couples in our, our church will get married mm-hmm. and they were serving in our church and they were each on like a mission, but then yeah. they get married and this gone. seems just yeah, gone. gone. Yeah, never. And it seems right totally. on the surface because, yeah. hey, we're going to take a year and we're really going to work on our marriage. Yeah. That sounds right. Mm. But what it yeah. what you're really saying is we're going to make each other the mission. Right. Yeah. Running toward the person. Uh-huh. And, and that, that has like is. a six yeah. month shelf life yeah. before you go... This is all the the all I'm trying to say is the point of marriage is actually not the marriage. It's so Absolutely. good. When right. the point of marriage is a mission and something greater than yeah. it, that's when it works. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. think that the right thing to do is let's make the marriage the mission, but it's it collapses not, in yeah. on itself. Yeah. Because it's not about a bigger story. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You well, we think a lot of times about the couple a couple coming together and as the person like walking into it. I want to make sure that this is the right person and I'm going to live with that worry that I did the wrong thing or made the wrong choice, all the while just crushing the other person yeah. Yeah. because you've made them your ultimate and they can't live up to that. And no. so that relationship will just drown. And that's how I operated was mm-hmm. I know that I shouldn't like idolize this and make relationships such a thing, but mm-hmm. it was. And every relationship ended in shambles because all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was a flawed person mm-hmm. and we didn't yeah. work. Yeah. And it wasn't until... I had to be forced to like, hey, you've got to figure out who you are yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. what your mission yeah. is. And I think so many people know that, but they will not do that. Mm-hmm. How have you stayed content to do that? What mm. pushes you to do that? Because I think Great there'd be question. some people that'd be like, mm. how are you so strong to not just Come on. feel desperate yeah. all the time and put yourself yeah. out there and all that kind of stuff no, you get totally. advice on? Um, I think a lot of it is just kind of my wiring, also my like kind of upbringing with just watching my parents. My, my parents are still together, but... They're living separately right now. They don't have a great relation. I've just never seen them be like friends. And so I think Mm -hmm. that to me and just like being brought up in a household that always had parents like fighting and just not seeing a a good relationship really scared me to like be with the the wrong person. Yeah. And so I think I I saw like what a broken, uh, sorry, mom and dad, if you're watching, but we've talked, it's fine. Um, and so like a broken relationship of like how that can yeah. impact a family. And mm. it really is, you know, it should be like God, your spouse, then your kids. And I just, I think I've walked in this fear of mm. not wanting to marry the wrong person. Mm. And so I think that to mm. me was something I had to overcome through counseling and also like go to, go to counseling, like figure out all of your stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, good. um, because yeah, yeah I, I think it was yeah out of fear that I didn't date for a long time. So it was almost like false contentment of mm-hmm. being okay. alone. And, yeah. and it, it wasn't um, like a confident aloneness. It was an afraid to be with someone who, who wasn't right. Mm. And so I've worked 
through that, I, I want to say we're all broken people. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walked through the fear, but also yeah. lived with the wisdom to say, I'm not going to just repeat history. Yes, yep. exactly. Because yep. too many generations do that. Where yeah. It's like, I know this is not what I want. And then they live the exact same life. It's yeah. just kind of human nature to exactly. live that way. You're, you're living a different story, yeah. which is very admirable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Very, Thank you. yes. And so now that I've worked through that, I've really realized um, just what I want. And I just, I truly believe that I just like haven't met the right person or, mm-hmm. you know, that God still has something else for me in this season. Um, and what I've loved about the season too is now I get to empathize with people in waiting seasons mm-hmm. um, where it's like, what happens when you don't have the greatest desire of your heart, you know? And Mm. like, I think people should talk to singleness, like in some aspects of the way we talk to married people dealing with infertility, Mm. where it's like, it sometimes it's not up to you um, to like be married or to have children. And now I can be so empathetic of, I'm so sorry. That is so hard. That's so painful. Mm. I know it feels so out of your control, but let me help you like, just lean into God even more and, and just trust that God has perfect timing. Um, Mm. and it just, yeah, it makes us look and be more like Christ and more dependent on him. And you can say that to a couple going through that Yeah, and there's more authority the same way. There's more authority when you write this book, right? Yeah. As a single guy, you know what I mean? It's, Hey, I'm empathy as I'm in it with you. I literally am though. Yeah. Like I know what it means to wait with God. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it can just be applied to so many things, whatever, whatever your thing is that you're waiting on. It's just nice to like sit with someone in the waiting room, you know, and -hmm. it's different levels of Mm -hmm. hard, different kinds of hard, but it's, it's waiting is waiting is tough. You said you were glad that you didn't get married when you were 25, when you thought you should be what is different about you now than when you were 25 that Mm. you've learned about yourself found because you're a very confident, yeah. you're a very self-confident person. Thank you. Um, <laughs> with humility, like the, it's a great coupling, but how do you, like what have you learned about mm-hmm. yourself and come to love about yourself mm-hmm. and find confidence in that you yeah. didn't know then? Yeah. Um, and maybe never would have known. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm a nine on the Enneagram, so I just, I think I've been just a chameleon. The Enneagram what? Enneagram, I know, it's so fun. Maybe never heard of it. Um, so, and the nines are kind of chameleons, so you can just really truly merge with anyone that you're with so i think i was just in a, a place where i'd be like whatever you want like whatever whatever sounds mm-hmm. good to you yeah. and i also wouldn't realize i was doing that um until i like woke up one day and it's like oh i'm bitter because we, like we chose this restaurant that i actually didn't want to go to and so mm. i've learned how to put my opinion on the table and realize that my expectation is you'll put your opinion on the table too. Mm-hmm. And that's where a conversation can happen. Uh, and so I think I really, truly think I just learned who I was and how to walk mm-hmm. in it and, uh, to be confident in, in that and to learn what I like and what I don't like. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I'm Good. also just not, um, now I don't like force myself to like things, you know, where it's like, I'm from Denver and live in Denver, and so everyone is an outdoorsy person. Mm-hmm. I honestly love the indoors. I love the, I you love, like puzzles. Love being inside. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just yeah. like yeah. I love yeah. a controlled atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I like don't like the heat. I'm just uh-huh. you like thermostats. I love thermostats. <laughs> yeah. They're so great. And yeah. so it's um yeah, so it's like I'm not gonna apologize for my preferences anymore. Mm. And I'm yeah, I'm not going to I'm just gonna show up as my best self and not show up as 
someone who's just trying to make someone else happy because mm. that will lead to like good. bitterness, resentment good. and you know, not, not me. Well said. That's really good. Yeah. What have you, what do you think you know about yourself that you wouldn't have known if you got married a decade ago? It's, it's a, a very similar answer to Lindsay. Um, a lot of the, the self-discovery stuff, the, the pattern that I've noticed, um, is, um, for you guys, you got married at 20, I think it was 25, 25, yeah, 25 or 26, whatever it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, um, just kids, just a couple of kids. And so like what a couple of kids running around, <laughs> you're not, we're not that young. <laughs> um, what I've noticed in, in y'all's <clears throat> life and in my friends that get married early is, um, this really sweet, but very difficult journey of having to figure out who you are next to somebody else who is also having to figure out who they are. Uh -huh. yeah. It's like late twenties, early thirties is a very pivotal time mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. um, and that is beautiful and a whole different, for a whole different mm -hmm. set of reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, there's also a beauty to going through that part of the journey on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, where you're, you're really are forced. Mm -hmm. Like there have been plenty of nights for me where it's like, okay, God, it's me and you. Like, this is it. Holy spirit. I'm, I'm here. Like, show me mm -hmm. whatever you want to teach me, whatever you want to show me. I'm, I'm open to, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm following you. And so I'll, I'll do what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of special to have to make big decisions on mm -hmm. your own. Like when we yeah. planted the church, we were all making decisions uh, about coming here. You two were both talking to your spouses though. We were talking to each other, absolutely. But at the end of the day, it was like me hanging out in the usually surfing by myself going, is this something that I really want to mm -hmm. do? Right? Like it forces me to make decisions for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I think there is, again, there's not, this isn't like singleness has nothing to do with levels of spirituality, right? It's like, God works in through whatever decisions you've made, whatever journey you've taken, God will work through that. Um, it's just realizing that it's, it's different. It's a different path. Um, you two have been sanctified in ways that I have not because you have a spouse. Lindsay and I have both been sanctified in ways that you two have not mm -hmm. because you've been married for the last 10 years. Yeah. And so there's a whole lot of surrender that goes into it. Um, but I think just the beauty of being forced uh, or invited into, okay, God, it's me and you we're together forever. What do you got for me? Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. And I feel, yeah, with just making decisions of so many people wait to make big decisions, um, until they're married. Um, so I bought my own condo and I like, yeah. I really wanted to wait until I was married to, you know, mm -hmm. buy your first <clears throat> home with your significant other. And I was like, wait, I, I shouldn't, that shouldn't stop me. So good. You know, and you just should pursue things. I actually have a friend who she she was like waiting to buy the like cordless Dyson vacuum so that she could put it on her like wedding registry one day. Mm -hmm. And then one day she wrote down and just bought the vacuum. Yeah, She's like so good. So just don't wait for the things that you want. Um mm -hmm. like there's it's not like a, yeah, a prize life. to be won. It's mm -hmm. like you can you can do it and there's like a lot of things that you learn and like so much growth that happens mm. when you have to just do it alone and you become really strong and, and resilient and it's good. I have an idea to all the single people watching. What if we change the connotation of put yourself out there 
to just start living your life now. Yes. Like if it's pursuing buying a home, go buy a home. What have you been waiting for? If it's pursuing a job, go go after it. it. Yeah. Right. Whatever you've been waiting for to to get married, um, not whatever you've been waiting for, with holiness as a god rail, <laughs> yes. uh, whatever you have been working mm. towards, what if you, with purpose and holiness, mm. like we talked about this weekend, whatever you feel like God's calling you to, what if put yourself out there was you stepping up and going, it's time, mm. it's time to step into being an adult yeah. today. Yeah, that's my so life. good. Yeah. Let me ask this question. Okay. How do you remain open and flexible at the mm. same time and not get so stuck in your ways yeah. that if you meet somebody, it's like, well... I don't know if I can do this because I've established mm-hmm. so much, which is important. Yeah. But marriage is all about flexibility. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've felt the same thing, Doug. Um, you have to adapt and grow I at the have. same totally. time and be very open to <laughs> someone who may live very differently or see yeah. things differently. So how do you how do you guardrail that? How do you walk Ooh. that line? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I'm not. I think it's also just having the right perception of marriage, where it's like it is. It's not just always having your way, and I, I'm just ready, like if, if and when I ever do get married, of like of that sanctification, of that like I'm getting into this to be changed, to mm-hmm. be refined, to be sharpened. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of that is, um, yeah, being sacri- like sacrificing, and I kind of think it's. Uh, like sacrifice and selflessness is a muscle that needs to be flexed and being mm-hmm. single, I don't have to really flex it Good. at all. Good. And so I, I think to take opportunities to like force yourself and your singleness to be selfless, to mm. be like sacrificing something. <sighs> um, so that when you do have to give more than what you were called to give up in your singleness, it's like a muscle that's mm. been trained a little bit more and isn't just like, apathetic and can can hold the weight. Yeah, that's really good. That's 100%, yes. Because you know what I'm tired of is you see a lot of YouTube videos and TikTok, whatever, I'm not on TikTok, but you you know what I mean. Videos of people talking about how singleness is synonymous with selfishness. Mm. Mm. And like, I'm tired of hearing that. And and, um, Mm. I I, want to get to the point where where those videos no longer Mm -hmm. get a bunch of clicks. Do you know why those videos are out there? It's because it's true. Mm. And so like it's if, 100% true. if we yeah. want to change the narrative, then we have to change. Yeah. We have to do something mm-hmm. about it. Like I see a day where singleness is no longer synonymous mm-hmm. with selfishness, yeah. but selflessness. Totally. But it, I love seeing it as a muscle mm-hmm. that you have to exercise, right? You do. Like um, there, when I go over to, to one of your houses for dinner and we're all over there, mm-hmm. um, these two are thinking about um, okay, we got to feed the kids. Mm-hmm. We got to watch after the kids. We got to make sure everybody's okay. Um, make sure there's always one kid crying, you know, about something. There's always something to be doing. I don't have to do any of that, right? Yeah. Which means I could just go into default mode mm-hmm. and not flex that selfish totally muscle like, at all. And there yeah. have been lots of times where I've I've done that. Mm-hmm. But to consciously walk into that dinner and go, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna work out that muscle mm-hmm. today. <clears throat> and when I see a need, I'm gonna step up and try to help them carry this mm-hmm. burden however yeah, I can. Absolutely. That's good. Learning because to do that. You know what selfish single people become? Selfish married people. Yeah. Ooh. 
Say more. So that, I mean, but that's your whole point of selflessness. If you can become selfless in your singleness, then you will be a dream spouse right. for somebody else right. because yeah. you will live that way. Right. And I've admired that a lot about Ryan, that he's always the first guy, if we're having people over, like, what can I bring? Mm-hmm. What do you need? How can I help? He'll come over and he sees one of my kids is not being paid attention to. He's going to go play with that kid. And mm-hmm. uh, you are a selfless person. Thanks, man. And I'm, I know that marriage is not something that you're pursuing, but you would be a selfless spouse spouse, so to speak, or have yeah. a lot of that that you yeah. created. I yeah. see that in you working with you. Oh, yes. thank you. You're yes, always yes, trying yes. to figure out how you can help the people you work with and serve the people in our church. Yeah. And that is building that it has built in you that will yeah. make you an incredible yeah. wife because you flex that muscle and have it yeah. become that right. stuck in your ways. It's my way or the highway totally. type of person. Yeah. And I think too, um, I think doing life with other people in different seasons of life, I think mm-hmm. sometimes we get so set on I need a small group that's just singles or like I need, you know, Mm. I have had the privilege of having a a friend who like she and her husband invite me over to dinner with their two children. And now I'm a part of bedtime routine. I'm a part of their family. So I also get to like fill that void that I have in my life of like wanting to be a parent, wanting to like, Mm -hmm. you know, be a part of a family. So I think too, it's other people in different life situations, inviting singles into that mm. to experience it so that you can both like learn from each other. Um, America is really the only, or like one of the only countries, right. Mm. That doesn't have like multi-generational like living and families. Mm. And yeah. so just how can we do that with our friends or families and just learn and, and fill, fill in the gaps of, yeah. you know, like singles being able to like help out and just kind of vice versa. Man, that's really good. That's, would you say, would yeah. you say this is accurate? Um, cause I would say you guys both do this. You have a responsibility to have responsibility. So when you're married or you have kids, you just are, you have it. Like you have to be responsible. You have something to be responsible. Right. Of. When you're single, it's easier to get away with, uh, there's nothing that needs me. Right. Um, right. but I look at both of you and you have so much responsibility in your career, in your role mm-hmm. at Red Rocks mm-hmm. and a great calling in that mm-hmm. I've watched you, you know, not just the examples of your niece and nephew and all of that stuff, but taking on a responsibility and a burden of wanting to speak to an entire generation of single people. And I've always watched you, you you have never been, sometimes I feel like when I talk to single people, they feel like they're single, their their purpose tank is on empty. Mm. I don't have purpose Mm -hmm. and one day I will. And I've I've watched you have like a maxed out purpose tank for the last decade because you've willingly taken on responsibility and and burden around you. You know what I mean? And that responsibility is so good for an individual because that changes you. You have a responsibility to, in some way, shape or form, have responsibility. So whether that's like, Mm -hmm. you know, even like something as simple as like a mortgage. Totally. Um, Like that that kind of commitment or family or or like serving at a local nonprofit Mm -hmm. with that vision or that purpose I believe in. I'm going to take on some of that burden and responsibility into my life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... I'm gonna have my passion and my purpose project, yeah. and I'm not gonna wait for another season. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I look at you two, yeah. and I see uh, purpose tanks very high. Yeah, thank you. For and that. the norm, I think, um, for the single culture mm-hmm. is purpose tanks low, mm-hmm. waiting to one day hopefully totally. be full. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have uh, freedom independence tanks very high, mm-hmm. yeah. but you guys have sacrificed freedom and independence yeah. and given that away to fill up. Purpose. That's it, man. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. totally. I think it's it, even just as a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. we have responsibility. Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. like um, 
the example I, I use all the time is I don't have other mouths to feed. So we all get paid on the same day, right? When you two get the paycheck. Wait, you guys get paid? <laughs> you uh, No. Sorry, I wasn't supposed to say it's that. It's, uh, it's a game. It's not real money. Don't worry. It's okay. Not. Okay. Do not let Doug know. People yeah, get yeah. paid for their jobs. When you guys get paid, it's, it's wife, kids, dog. I don't think about any of that. Mm-hmm. However, as a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. I have a calling on my life to take responsibility for There are kids who will go to bed hungry mm-hmm. tonight all around the world. Mm-hmm. And so why not take advantage of this advantage that I have? Yeah. Not to cope with the disadvantages of being single, mm-hmm. yeah. but, but rather to use that money and steward that money to go help some other, yeah, right, to, yeah. to take on that, awesome. that ownership. Yeah. And so I think that's so well said, man. I get spoiled. I get so spoiled with two things lots of things, but two in particular, pur- purpose. And then Lindsay, to your point, I have the the best community mm-hmm. of all, pretty much all young families. Yeah. I go to so many young, like like two-year-old birthday parties, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. and we're just always hanging out together, but yeah. there's no like weirdness and, and they all just, just bring me in and they invite me yeah. to, to all of these things it's all huge. of the time. Yeah. And it's like, it's so yeah, it's so awesome. If you're if you're a Jesus follower, there is an infinite amount of purpose out there. Mm-hmm. You just have to trade some of your mm-hmm. freedom for it. You got to give yeah. it up, which equals a burden. Mm-hmm. Yep, but and that's regardless yeah. of single or married. Exactly, that's that's right. the Christian exactly. Walk. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. uh-huh. well, that's one of the things that I've learned of like. Don't make the assumption that your single friend doesn't want to come. Yeah, because there's going to be kids there. Like right. there's been a few times huh. over the years where yeah. I've been like. Steph, why didn't we invite Ryan? Like he yeah. would, if he doesn't want to be here, he can just, he'll tell totally. us, yeah. he just won't yeah. come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just because he doesn't have kids right. here, doesn't mean he doesn't want to be, oh, don't put me around kids. Like just invite them into your life <laughs> yeah. and everything else. Like why? They can decide. <laughs> yeah, oh, what he's, a nuisance to me. Yeah. I'm children. single. I can just yeah. go invite Ryan because he brings the best gifts. Uh, we yeah, need I do more that. Spider-Man and Elsa stuff I do that. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good stuff. Well, single today. Let me, let me do a check. You guys talk amongst yourselves. We are getting pre-orders in. Okay, okay good. Jeff good. from Amazon. Amazon, mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble. Hold on, I'm pre-ordering right now. Need more. Thanks, Doug. Pre-order mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. Pre-order oh, one million oh, copies. Wow. Jeff said he's going to get a copy. That, oh. that means the world. Yeah. Thanks, that, Jeff. So, so pre-orders um, they help a ton, especially for a first-time author like myself. Um, the more pre-orders that we get starting to come in, the more like Amazon or Barnes and Noble will put their own marketing money behind it yeah. and it will snowball that way. So that's why we're, how does we're this pushing work? it is like that. Is the book a sponsor of the podcast or is this podcast a sponsor of the book? Maybe well, we could be a sponsor of the book. We're in negotiations. Mm. I would love that. Send over the paper. Single or, uh, we're a sponsor of the book. Afterthoughts podcast. That makes sense. Our sponsor is AG1, but we sponsor But we single sponsor today. single today. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we're going to keep talking relationships this month. We've got a double date episode coming with our wives to talk about marriage and probably be some helpful content and mostly Doug and I getting just roasted. So that'll be worth watching. Lindsay, thank you for joining us. Thank you so so much. The running toward versus, say it again. Oh man, what did I say? Uh, Don't run toward a person, run toward your mission and look around and run toward Jesus and see who's running. If there's someone to run with. Yeah. Yep. Come so on. well Single said, Lizzie. Yeah, that's a good word. Good. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, congrats Thanks for on your me. book. Thank you. I forgot to introduce Doug. He is <laughs> uh, talented. He's a volunteer He's here. Volunteer. Ryan's brother, Ryan's <laughs> coworker, and my high school classmate. Tell you yeah. what, I am Ethan. I'm a smasher of like buttons when I believe in it. Oh, oh come on! Oh. And I'm a pre-order of books when I believe in them. <laughs> it's okay. Let's oh, Ryan's go. getting the hammer. Oh, oh, Ryan got it. Oh, get it. Oh, Ryan. Hammer it, oh, Doug. Oh. Smash that like button. I need my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Share this with your friends. <laughs> Share this book. We're putting it out on our social media, yes, Red Rocks are. Austin. It's on Ryan, at Ryan Weckenman. Yeah. You're the only one in the world. Congratulations. That's right. Well done. Uh, all right, Thank and you. we'll be back to talk more relationships. Peace. All right. Bye.